This is the Ninja Rob Podcast with Marco Perazzo and Tim Carpenter. The podcast for the true martial artist. Should be recording. Uh, you put the you put the intro in post. No, I was just asking. Yes, all right, that's all. I don't know what's going on here. Welcome to the uh, Ninja Rob Pod. What's JB? Uh, you okay? Oh, Are you stretching your uh, son? I got a uh, doctor said I need a, a back anatomy. Uh, Tim's microphone is falling here. We're at the Tim's home loft studio. Nice, okay. nice. Going, Tim? It's going great. Yeah. Yeah. Great day yesterday. Great yeah, day today. Did you? We'll get, we'll get in there. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll nah, man. Uh, I get to be the audience. <laughs> this is awesome. A great day. For some of us, it was great. Others. My microphone wasn't even on, so some of. Uh, so it was getting picked up by somebody else's <laughs> yeah, microphone. Yeah, it might have. It might have been. It was like a microphone, but it might have been. Might have <laughs> been mic- working. Might have been working. Now it seems to be working. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I asked before, Timmy. Where's the nice part of this neighborhood, son? Like. We're in it, I guess. Okay, I mean, local- yeah. Look, I know it's not as nice as Camden. No, no, no. But I don't, I, you know, yeah. I, I'm curious to where the local Chipotle is. There you go. I don't know. Uh, I really, I know how to get Whole Foods. So I go two places, and I know how to get to the places around those places that I need to go to. So okay. those, so you have. Uh, I go to two gyms. You have hubs. Gotcha. I have two gyms. We have they're hubs. They're hubs. No, they're gyms. Okay, sorry. So I go, I go to my Chalfon gym, I go to my Bridgeport gym, and around those areas, I know everything that I need to survive. Other than that, I don't really know too much. Is that where, um, you know, like one, two, and three are all around there as well? What? All your bug out stuff? No. I know those places too, but okay, all right. I can't divulge them. Uh, speaking about Chipotle, what's <clears> a... <throat> have you ever had any bad experiences at Chipotle? feels like a, a terrible comedy routine I'm getting ready to start, but... I just like... Some I have. People, have you? Yeah. That's good. Let's hear it. So, thank you for coming. I actually, good. I actually even sent an email to Chipotle about what? this. Did they respond? Yeah, they sent me a bunch of gift cards. All right, because I, because uh, nice, yeah. um, nice. So there's a, uh, um, the Chipotle in King of Prussia is probably the worst run Chipotle on earth. So I've been at several. I, I'm not to cut your store off, but I will put up the Chipotle at Broad in Washington um, any day. Yeah. All right. Well, I've been to the one in that used to, near your school. Okay. On, I guess it's Maple Shade, Cherry Hill, the one near the Wegmans. Yeah, it's I think Cherry Hill. That yeah, one's always Cherry great. Um, I've been to one on City Line Ave that was really good. Um, the one up near Chalfont in Montgomeryville is really right. good. The one in King of Prussia, you go in there and it's like in the. Is it in the mall? No, or? I, so I think there is one in the mall, but I'm going to talking about the one that's on 202 by the AT and T store. Okay. That one is you go in there. The people will be standing there and you'll like the employees, the employees will okay. be standing there. You'll be waiting in line. They won't even acknowledge you. They'll just be talking to each other. Um, Bro. They're constantly, I've never been in there and they haven't been out of something. And my Chipotle menu is very simple. It's chicken at really hardly ever rice, sour cream and cheese. And How come no rice? Low carb. Yeah. Just chicken. Remember, Steve Maxwell said rice is like eating. You're better off eating a bag of Skittles. He would say, yeah, that's how I feel too. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's just the service there was it's it's they're always out of something, and the service is is god awful. Yeah, so I um I because I don't think you can go into Chipotle and order anymore. Oh, I, I don't think so. Anyway, like, no, I was just in one, but well, maybe the one in the city or or however the the uh, as some people are calling them the con- this uh, global condition that we're under now. But uh, sorry. My wife and I were doing date night last night, which is a Saturday. Nice, Chipotle. Yeah. No, nice. listen. We were going to order. Like, this is the bar. I always ask my wife what she wants. She's like, well, just pick a place. Ah, the set, I, they call that the setup. Can I give you some advice? No. As a younger man giving an older man advice on marriage, I've only been married a couple of years. Women do not like to make decisions. They, okay. They want you to tell them what's for dinner. Because, see, I, for me, when I want to order for date night, mm-hmm. I want to get a panzerati, a cheesesteak, and a soda. If you tell her that's what you want, that's yeah. what she wants. Oh, this is like coming to I like what you like. Yes. Coming to America. Women do not like to, I'm not going to say any decisions. I'm just saying when it comes to what's okay. going to be 
eaten. She wants the man to What's make the decision. What's going to be eaten? Yes. It's, she, she wants she the man to decide. What's eaten? Exactly. Okay. All yeah. right. Just, just, just want to make sure. Okay. Even when it comes to the groceries. I'm, I'm just talking about when it comes to like a date. <laughs> I don't know anything else. All right. So, uh, we, we were. We, I, I wanted Chipotle. She's like, okay, I'll get I'll get Chipotle. Uber yeah, has go. a what's that? There you go. That's my point. So uh you can send your like what place you want to um order from via text, and then they could put their order in and then it shows up on my Uber Eats app. Like, great. I'm looking at it and I'm like, all right, why is this forty bucks for two burritos and guac and chips? eleven dollars of it is like processing mm-hmm. handling delivery and a little bit of tax i'm like nah, man i don't feel like spending eleven dollars and plus you got a tip to get so i'm 15 bucks in just to get chipotle delivered now nah, i'm not i'm not going for that so there's a sprouts supermarket right over there so like you know what i gotta pick a couple things up from sprouts it's a twofer i'll take the free parking get validated at sprouts pick up the food i hit my sprouts two of these Beautiful French lemonade, orangeade sodas with the with the very classic top that you pop open. Got some Sprouts cookies, uh, some gummy bears. Got it all, right? Big date night. A lot of sugar going nice, in. Nice, nice. A lot, lot of sugar going in and going down. So I get the I get the ping from Uber Eats. Order is ready. I walk into Uber Eats and you walk into Uber Eats. I'm sorry. I walk into Chipotle. <laughs> I walk into Chipotle and. It was so weird because there was just like 10 people milling around. And as I'm in there, I realized- Employees or customers? Customers, but they must have been uh, Uber Eats drivers. Mm. So I look at the app and I go, how am I supposed to do this? Because the woman at the counter is not looking up to even address that I'm there. Yeah. So it says, uh, go up to the counter, let them know you're here, and they'll give you your order. So I go up and she's like, uh, you know, she gives me this whole spiel that she's super busy. She's working on orders from 40 minutes ago. Da, 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 da. So I'm like, all right. So I just back up. I look. It clearly tells me my order is ready. It's not. There's like a shelf that they must put the Uber Eats stuff for people. I go to the shelf. My order is not there. I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to cancel the order and we'll just actually get something delivered. So I go to cancel the order and it says you'll be charged the full amount. Because you canceled after the food was ready. And I go, and I'm, now I can't call anybody because you can't call anybody Mm-mm. at Uber Eats to nope. complain or talk to anybody. You have to use a chat applet, right? Well, Ravi, the, the Jehavam, and the three other people that I tried to explain my situation to uh, were like zero help. Because I was like, hey, my, it says my order's ready. It's not ready. I want to cancel it. And, but you guys are going to still charge me for it. Well, it's because they, they say the food's ready. I go, the food's not ready. I want to cancel it. I can't wind up canceling it anyway. And I wait there a minute or two. My order comes, right? So I'm like, all right, I grab my order. I paid for it. Mm-hmm. There's no chips and guac in it, but this place is notorious. Last time I ordered from them, they didn't send my chips or I think they, they didn't send the guac for the chips. Or they didn't send the chips for the guac one, one or two times. Anyway, so I get home. And I'm like, I, I want to, you know, I, I want to refund. I don't want all my money back now. I just want my money back for the the chips and the guac. I pull the bag out. I have a picture of it on my phone. As I'm pulling the bag out, and because it was in my um, bag of groceries, the whole fucking bottom of the of the Chipotle bag tears. Boom! My wife's bowl just all over the table. It fucking on the table, all over the That's table. Still salvageable. This is better than the floor. Agreed. No, no, definitely better than the floor. My darling the- wife, I'm not going to give her yeah. of course not. any table she food. She should not. No, she no. should. She's a queen. That's it. She's not, really. There's <laughs> no way. There's no way you should. She she has to do that. Right. So I'm, I I call my wife. She's like, come down. I say, do I have to? I say, come down now. And I just start cursing. These motherfuckers at Chipotle. I fucking hate their guts. And I just start going in on Chipotle and Uber Eats. Wind up is. Nothing. 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 They don't do, they didn't didn't do dick, as we say in South Philly for me. Email Chipotle, they'll hook you up. Yeah? Yeah. The company, not, don't like, if if you don't mind, I'd like to use the power of the Ninja Rob podcast, our live stream, and maybe even our social media to go in. in. Can I, 
Can I ding them? Are you okay yeah. with me? Go ahead. Bro, right. so what do you mean? I don't know. I don't understand what you're talking about, but. Son. Well, go we're going to go. We're hashtag army, Uber Eats, hashtag Chipotle, and then see if we can get Ninja Rob Nation behind us to help me with this problem. <laughs> I'm cool with you doing that. <laughs> you can do that all you want. There you go. Oh, man. Hey. You want me to send them an email on your behalf? At so my it, behest. There you go. Doesn't that mean you don't want me to? <laughs> no, it might no. be Hest. I mean, it's, it's almost, I believe it means that I'm requesting yeah. that you send it for me okay. at my behest. That's not your behalf? It's on my behalf, but at my behest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So speaking of terrible experiences and bad customer service, I'd like to talk about the Hellfish Kumite yeah. that occurred this weekend. Yeah, yeah, I've been waiting for this, son. I, you know, I, yeah. I didn't make yeah. it out. I want to hear. I want to hear the, yeah. the, all the good parts. All right, so let's start. Let's off with the, Let's start off with the good parts. All right. Uh, I, I like the venue. Number one, the venue was really nice. I like the the setup, where it was our team or whatever team sitting across from the other team and the competitors going off in the middle. The scoreboard was uh, sometimes like the, the side judges were blocking the scoreboard, but that wasn't like yeah. on purpose or anything. And the rule set and the action, I thought the the rule set worked out well. Yeah, the uh, the competitors were really getting after it. There was no real boring matches that I can recall. Even the ones that there was no score in some matches, but they were still exciting. And the team aspect of it was fun because it it just I feel like it brought our, as art like at NJ MMA as they kept calling <laughs> on the fucking microphone NJ MMA. We, I got a story about this guy, the NJ MMA gotcha. guy. Yeah, it's gonna be great. But it it felt like a lot of fun. It was great because I coached ten matches and then I was done until my next ten matches. Whereas nice. a like a normal grappling industries or you know the old grapplers quest or naga you're running from ring to ring match to match and sometimes you're like oh fuck i gotta you know where 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 how and that i just knew i sat here i coached from the very same spot it was a way more professional coaching experience than most tournaments i've i've been to mm-hmm. from a standpoint of what i could do for a com a competitor uh like i said i thought the action was great uh i think you guys did a couple things that you can work on the, yeah, time, the time management aspect of yeah. it like it ending early sucked but whatever yeah. so what was what what was your start to in, in finish times like what did you start time was supposed to be 11 okay and then 11 to 4 that was going to be the because the, the email said 2 30 uh yeah so that was a confusion we had talked about being done by four i do then, remember saying yeah that. do you remember and that had been that had been that. what i was going on and then the 2 30 thing was new but i think that was uh, we didn't realize that there was a basketball game. Okay, in that same because your your student is the principal there, right? No, he's the owner. Wait, wait, wait. He owns the school. He's that's his. He, he started that school. He that's what he does. He like starts schools and then he has several charter schools. I believe he has one in Pittsburgh or a couple in Pittsburgh. Then he has that one. Interesting. I mean, I don't know about like owning. I don't know if you own a school, but he, yeah, he's the it, president, the, I guess. Well, the, they're they're private. You know, a lot of charter schools are private. So he's privately like, owned companies. He's the president, yeah. or he's the guy. He's the guy. The brains behind it. Okay. Who was the guy on the microphone? Do we know? His name is Toomey. Who's Toomey? I think he's a teacher, basketball coach there. Ah, okay. All right. Got it. So all the people that were working there were uh, people that are from the school. Okay. Like volunteers. Right. So yeah. So the, not having how many? So we missed our match versus. And Jamie yeah. couldn't go up against so everybody. Everybody had the same amount of matches. Okay. Everybody missed the same amount of matches. Okay. All everybody right. okay. missed one matchup. Okay. All right. You know, um, and and that, is that because you had a hard out? Because it yes. was a basketball game. Yeah, like we a, actually a basketball went, team. Was we there. even went later. We went into like three, so they were at a, like a rush to uh, get the place cleaned switch up, switch it up, switch it up, and right, get right. The roll the mats up. Mm-hmm. So it was just, but it was a dry run for the first time. It was good. It worked out well. I've never, I never left a tournament with so many people saying how much fun it was. So, and I, how I th- how cool it was. I think that if it wasn't a group of people that number one like and respect you, you might have had a problem. If it was, if there were other ending teams, like that? That, yeah, any like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, for other sure, teams, yeah. for sure. Yeah, you, that was you that wouldn't was, have gotten a, like I wouldn't have been it, had my guys paid and I was at a tournament that was not run by a dear friend. Yeah, I'd have been fucking livid. Yeah, but yeah, 
I'm not saying I don't want my students to be livid at you or hate you or anything. I would never want that. I don't think they were. No. No, they weren't. Everybody had a good experience. They they most definitely did. I think everybody um, had a good experience. And I, like I said, the I said it in the chat, the contest had been decided. Uh, see, now I, I don't buy that. There was number. no way that anybody else that does won. that doesn't matter. That I understand that you guys all should have had another everybody yeah, should have had one more match. But I also would like to get down to some of the math nitty gritty on my team versus was at, balance. I, so I had nothing to do with oh, that. Oh, all of a sudden you're just so stepping away from the, some responsibility. Uh, Odd. The, I'm not stepping away from it. This is just like the way this tournament was set up. So this is a dual meet format, sort of similar to wrestling. So the people that were in charge of running that format, as far as the um, the progression of matches, the scoring, all that stuff, not the, not the scoring system, but like the scoring of the team points, right. was handled by people with plenty of experience running wrestling dual meets. Okay, because so I would, I, I would, I would like that. to get a little verification on a, maybe just one match that – Later on was deemed this one particular competitor, uh, Johnny Garbarino, who did a fantastic job. Yeah. I think he was grappler of the day. Uh, the guy showed he, he competed in two divisions. But when he was up against our team, it wasn't noted that it was a exhibition match. Right. And I'd like to make sure that we got the proper forfeiture points that we were supposed to get. Okay. Since it, the following uh, match that he was in, it was duly noted that it was a um, – it, it was an exhibition and that would be the only thing that would kind of right. make a difference. In so you might've had six more points, which then would clearly put us in second place as opposed to tied. Right. Yeah. I'll give you second place. I'll take it. Yeah. You, you came in second place. <laughs> Listen, man. There it is. Yeah. I'm and, glad and you guys could work that out. I, I, I couldn't be any prouder of all the guys that stepped up and competed from, from my place. Like, you know, 90% of my students are all, they're homegrown. The guys have been training with me for a year plus. I have agreements and contracts with them. And the 10th guy is uh, someone that, uh, Tim Williams, that he's not my student, but I've coached him at the UFC. I've helped him in his MMA career. I've helped him in other professional grappling matches. So he comes to me for a lot of his jujitsu help. So almost a student, but not exactly. I can't say that about all the teams. I'm not going to point out any, you know, sure any you teams can. that were, what do you mean? Sure, I can. I mean, Everybody on every team had been training with their team. So actually, the only exception was um, Elevated did not have, a I think, a 155-er. Balance had two because there was a miscommunication between the coaches and the – and so Balance had two, so I was able to switch the one over. to So Elevated had a guy from 302. Balance had some people from 302. Okay. And Jimmy had some people from 302. No. Yeah, some people that got their black belt from 302. Uh, no. Tim Williams. No. Some people from Martinez. There was a lot of people. No. So every team had, but the whole point of this was the reason I think that we were so dominant. Okay, go ahead. Is he had, had months to prepare for it, but go ahead. You had months. the rules. You had the we rules. Had the same amount of time as you. I asked you as soon as, no, so anyway. No, anyway. Guys, let's, I think let's the, be nice to each other. Right. right? I, think the reason, I think the reason right. that Hellfish dominated so, still so a great thoroughly. Tournament. I don't. So was you, because of the, the team aspect of it. The people that were on that team had been trained together several times a week, all through quarantine. They they had not illegally like, training. Yes. Okay. We were breaking the law. All right. Just, just make it sure. Because that's how much we care about it. About winning the team. No, about about self improvement and getting better at the thing that we okay. love to do. All right. Fair enough. That's that was. Yeah, you keep I, talking about the outcome to me. Can I? Can we just cut to like what? I mean, if you want, I don't. Like I, don't, I, don't know, look, I don't look. I don't know what it. I don't like to go. I don't, I don't like to rub it in people's you faces. Should. I don't right. think you should. But because you know, it's not for me. It's for you the. Can, for the for talking the nation, to the so. other coaches, they they kind of felt like this was a Miami, a Miami Heat kind of situation. Really, you know, they had What's Le, that mean? like LeBron, Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, Ooh. and then like who are these other bums? I'm oh, not okay. saying that there are any bums on. Team Hellfish is a very like they did do gotcha. a very they did a very good job. They didn't go up against my team. <laughs> So okay. we have no clue how that really? would have. We have no clue. We don't know. I think we have an idea. Okay. We, we, we have yeah. no idea because it didn't happen. I have, and, I have an idea. So technically but they forfeited those matches. To really? Us. They didn't forfeit. Well, Nobody forfeited anything. So Except how, for your, your, I think your 195 who, in the advanced division did have to forfeit. Well, he had to forfeit. What he happened? He was forfeted, forfeted, but no one else forfeited. Injury, yeah. Right. Yeah. He, had, he had to forfeit. Yeah. So what kind of injury? Another hellfish forfeit. A dealt injury. Okay. Yeah. He got injured in his first match. He couldn't do the next one. But My blue belt competing in the purple brown box with the division just. Want to make sure. Yeah, he actually okay. might have. That actually might have been a forfeit from the very beginning, just because the rules are purple, brown, and black. You put a, a blue belt in. Well, you, I let you know ahead of time, so you you never said. I was, I was willing to take the forfeit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, so uh, my, my, I would say, and maybe JB could be the, uh, the, the kind of the arbiter in this, is see. that because the tournament had not come to a completion, like saying all the votes had not been counted, say, hey, man, or hey, someone wasn't there. I've heard about to, things like this before. To, to uh, ensure that all the votes were mm. accurate you or mean, the points were accurate. Right? Points, points, right. Points, votes, you know, that's same kind thing. of the same You want thing. a full audit of... of oh, no, okay. well, I would like a full audit. You want audit. all points to be counted. want all points to be counted. And you want to make sure that there were no fraudulent points. Yes, and no no points that came in late. Right. The late you want to make sure points. of that. Yeah, cur- I so do. And all forfeitures should be that's accredited. Yeah. It's interesting yeah. that that's what you want. Things need what, to be accredited. What I would also like, you, you said that that I mean... What, what I would also like, though, uh-huh. is for the, the event to have completed to the very end. Got you. So I don't... Uh, what I think is that everybody's tied for first. My argument is like, everybody's tied it. for first, everybody's okay. tied for fourth, because not all the matches were done. We have no idea... What the final outcome is. What could have been. Yeah, what could have been. Uh, we know, what he, because he, there, I don't believe there was any way anybody You don't believe or you don't know? Uh, Nikki said she actually checked the math twice. She said there was no way. Well, we all had almost triple the points of everybody else. I, I'm, I, we all had the same amount we of don't matches. Have, we don't have access. Do you? Are you using some I don't sort of account? I, they, the, the, Who's they? The people that run the wrestling this tournaments. this is your tournament. Listen, be careful what you I, say. I, I just a lot of people get sued for allegations. Really? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I got all impartial people. Mm. Refs and partial. Mm. Who I mean, pays them? Me? I know we're getting okay. Oh, oh. oh. So besides, so J JB, where do you stand on this? Should is there a final result of this of the Hellfish Kumite because it was not seen to its completion? Is Timmy right in saying, hey, we were so far ahead? And okay, just let's let's suspend disbelief. Okay. And say that he is correct, and that Nicolette and him are not colluding against all the right. other teams and the all the other people. They Hungarian paid. collusion. Hungarian collusion. Listen, yes. you admit, hey, listen. That's a you so admitted that, it. You just that we it. know that uh, that that I could have never made up, even if we had submitted every single one of everybody in Hellfish. Was hey, you know what? Weirder things have happened. Weirder yeah. things. Have I don't happened. think anything weirder than. So the deck was stacked. That's what you're yeah. saying. No, it's I'm not saying the deck thing. was stacked, but should should there have been a first place given if the whole thing wasn't completed? Not if the whole thing wasn't completed. What if what if the first place was out of reach for everybody else? There were so many points scored by the team that was in the lead when it right. ended. What team was that? Very convenient. Convenient, huh? You, we all, I think we all know. There's no, like I said, I don't like I the boast. There, I don't like so the I You're not. You're just stating. You're the stating Hellfish yeah. Jiu-Jitsu was right. almost triple the So Hellfish Jiu-Jitsu, like we all had at the, the Hellfish wait, wait, Invitational. Wait, wait. I believe that NJMA had 36 points. It's said almost triple. And you had 81. Double of 36 is 72. Almost triple. 108. Yeah, you were nowhere near triple. Almost triple. Okay. More than double. More than double. Okay, than, I go. Okay. I go with more than more double. More than double. Yeah. Live corrections. But, right but JB, I would have having, you know, having the facts. Got you. Now that even I have though, them all. also and, having seen the uh, so, and here's another reason that maybe we would have been done earlier if some teams had had maybe higher submission rates. So like the winning team had. So I don't know why you're taking shots at elevated and balanced. No, they, I don't know. they had a lot of submissions. I'm just. I, you know. So apparently, I had quite a few. My team had quite a few as well. If we Did had, the how many? Second, I have no uh, idea. Uh. That honestly, the whole day is a blur to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think it would have gone a lot quicker if you know maybe the some people were actually going for submissions, not trying to like you know hang well, on to for, ke- push out wins and trying to game the system. <sighs> Let, I'm glad you brought up this whole push out. <laughs> yeah. Push out rule is a must for grappling tournaments, I believe. So. And some, I, I completely agree. It was an, it was an interesting dynamic because I'd never seen the push out rule used in a submission grappling tournament before. And in the cases besides Bill Bell and Jose's match, I think in, in most other matches, it was, uh, appropriate. It was used, you know, when, uh, a, a grappler was being defensive and they were trying to to run around the outside of the mat as a part of their defense. It was used against them in one particular match where I think it could become an issue. But I, I understand your point of saying we can't uh, adjust the rules based on one weight class. But we saw E Honda Jose Pausley Estates right figure game the system a little bit during the match and figured I can push this guy out for offense. Right? He, had also, the, he had also taken him down. 
So he had uh, he had some. Like I I was scared the one takedown. I thought Bill broke his neck. Uh, so I don't the think first he, single leg where he like landed. I mean, that, he had like three hundred pounds. It was like a Fedor type slam. I don't remember that. So I guess I, I, do. I, was, was, I was worried. But you said you were fully insured. Yeah, but I, I was I was worried for Bill. Oh, Bill's health. Yeah, I wasn't his neck. Yeah, yeah I'm not worried about. Were. Yeah, um, I I knew he was fine. So so no, what what I was saying if, is if you don't want to get pushed out, you take the person down, you pull guard, you don't get pushed out. You get pushed out if you're if you're not being effective in your offense. Right. Okay. Uh, no. So if, pu- if that's push, what the guy out, is doing. So push out is to stop somebody that's overly defensive, right? So the push out as offense, I didn't see. I didn't see that coming. That right. Sounds like a. It sounds like what? Like a mistake in coaching. No, no, no. Like, a, like an no, oversight not, in not, coaching. No, no, not even. Not, because you were you, aware of the push out rule. You brought it up three days before you the were tournament. Aware of it. Three days before the tournament. I, so all my students, they were aware of it that day. They were aware of it weeks before. At the rules meeting. Weeks before they were aware of it. I've, I've got insider knowledge. Okay. That, all right. So, what, so you what, know what's funny is one guy, uh, Kyle Mayo, he tried to game the push out rule and lure his opponent and like, to push him out and to lure his opponent to try to push him out. And then he was going to turn and try to like throw him out. Sumo. But he ended, but he ended up getting pushed out. By the way, he he wins the whole tournament. Yes, based on the poncho he was wearing. <laughs> I'm actually thinking about getting healthy. team ponchos. Yes, that'd be a good move. I think that's because he said it was like he uh, he had warmed up and it kept him warm the whole time. I was just sitting there. If you can find a wholesaler mm-hmm. that can make me NJMA ponchos, they'll be mandatory for yeah. any team yeah. any team activity. <laughs> it was amazing. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that was that was awesome. He wins the he wins that. So that would be my only complaint was the push out being used for offense as opposed to being used for against uh, someone being defensive, right? And I, that's a tough right. rule to to yeah. to. But so, that, but that's a fine that, point there. Some would consider that a little bit of gamemanship, right? For sure, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I wrestled in high school, they, I wrestled a guy who who bled a lot. This one, so I just hit him in the nose every single time because I knew <laughs> he started bleeding. They'd stop, they'd give him some time, and I could rest my fat ass because so, we were all heavyweights. And competition, sometimes you like your skills don't match up right with the person. Their their strengths might beat your strengths. Right. Um. So you have to find a way to win no matter what. So the the push out rule as it is is. The way it is. No, I, I got you. I just think that some fin- finessing of it would be helpful, but I've I don't had, think um, th- I don't think there's a real way to finesse it, and it's only an issue at the bigger weight classes, is, is what I believe. I guess the question is um, going to be: is who's going to start teaching the push, push out, out, right. push sumo. out technique. Hey, Su- sumo technique? You can learn anything from a lot of things from any martial. Let, art. let me ask you: uh, when it came down to judges' decisions, because mm-hmm. I don't think I could. I was trying to set up my live stream for the school, which didn't wind up working, but the what was the criteria? Um, it wasn't just like submission attempts, okay. like fight to win. Right. It was control, uh, pushing the pace, who controlled more of the match, who was trying to finish, okay. like who was trying to advance position. Was there a, like a hierarchy of what, what was deemed more important, secondary? Not really. Tertiary, it, was just, it was just control, third aggression, try, uh, trying to finish. All kind of looked at yeah. – because I, I actually would even prefer if it was just the, the ref's opinion. Like, what, what, who did you think went, won? Yeah. You know, and what, because um, different refs like different things, right? Some yeah. refs like control, other refs like submissions. But, but it was good. We had three, we had two refs and a side judge. And they rotated, it looked like. Yeah. We had, yeah. Uh, so, and we had, so just to keep each matchup even, the same ref would handle 10 matches and then switch refs. Yes, because yeah. we had Chuck yeah. uh, for all of our matches. Okay. Nice. Would, would we have had Chuck again? Was that how it would have worked? Or uh, Yeah, there would have been one more and then it would have yeah, been yeah. Chuck. Okay. So yeah. was there something that you left out of this tournament that um, you hated from previous tournaments that you've been to? Like any any structural changes that you've made since, you know. They're like with, like the rules were, uh, so the takedown rule was like, just any any way if you get somebody to the ground with con- and you have control that's a takedown so it doesn't have to be like like ADCC you have to put a person on their back and hold them there for three seconds so if if you take a guy down with anything and they just, just go to their knees you don't get anything okay. okay so that that really limits the like I think it limits the amount of takedown attempts people go for right and it, li- it makes it harder to score a match because there's what, a lot what of, limits the the attempts you were saying the how hard it is to get a takedown. oh for ADCC it's almost like it's not worth shooting a takedown because you can it's almost impossible unless the guy just concedes guard position mm-hmm. to get somebody down so there were there were four teams Hellfish came in first yeah 
And then it was uh, balance or no, uh, NJMA and elevated tied for two. And you then, said we were balance. clearly second. You said that earlier in the podcast. And I said I'll give you second if it would make you feel better. You didn't say all that well, other. That's stuff, cool but. if you wanna if you're happy with second place. No, I'm not happy with second place. So at for all. us, it's first place or nothing. Well, I mean, it's it's apparently there ended was the, no, there was you no ended the tournament early just to make sure that you got first place. Ooh, it's been thrown out there. Yeah. Um, it's out there. It, like I'm, I'm not big into running up the score on people. You know, I learned that in like high school sports. It's not. Now you didn't it's compete. Not cool right? to do. Did you compete? No, you didn't compete. And he he coached, which I thought was a problem. He he is the organizer. Yeah. He said he, last he, time he said he had. Hats, and interestingly enough, hats. the owner of the school that it was in was competing as well. And his employees. Where does that gentleman train? He trains at Hellfish. He's a Hellfish. And his, oh, he's a Hellfish. And his oh. employees were running the. Rest the the dual meet aspect and keeping the points. I don't know. Well, I mean, he lost a match. Like he lost his match. So he I clearly mean, lost his match. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did to a smaller opponent, right? Not uh, bigger. What Garb? weight class was that? Garb? Yeah, that was one ninety five. Garbs over one ninety five. Yeah, I don't think so. But go ahead. Um, he might have been smaller. I don't know. Yeah, 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 I think he was. Um, but he's also Garbs. 24 25 oh so we're making excuses for i'm not making excuses. oh no it sounds like you're already starting but talking about age i didn't bring up anybody's age <laughs> you did bring up weight hey and tr you try to have the rules changed because people don't have control over their weight and what rules did i want to have changed the push-out rule no no, no. I, I just think how would you modify it that's the problem is i can't figure out how you would modify about, it. what you can do is you can modify your athletes okay you know i'll do it Better skill. I, I just said I'll do you it. Know? I agree. I'm agreeing with you. See, I appreciate it. it. Yeah, see that there it, it is. It just shuts you right up when there I there it is. It. So that aspect, anything. I, I talked to Steve, who's the uh, the CEO of the, mm -hmm. of the school system, and I, because we had a guy get injured, and I asked him, I said, "Hey, can we can somebody dual use two spots?" Yeah, and he said no, and I was completely good with that. Yeah. You know, as long as that was fair for for everybody. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was, and I didn't know that. Like, that's he said that's how like wrestling does it. If you have an injury, so he said in wrestling a lot of times, like if you get to the tournament, they, they have like alternates. So he said next time we'll have your team, and then you have alternates. Yeah, and I um, think that, and that's, and that's what he was asking me. Is, hey, is there anything you would add? I said if we can have alternates, that would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like the it would be like wrestle offs. The number one guy would be number one. Number two would be yeah. Well, we would probably have to grab like two or three guys that could just be alternates and because oh across because okay. you can't have a one ninety five or alternating for a one fifty five. Right. Definitely. Right. That would be the issue. So you need and that was like, the cool thing about uh, Garb is that he did one ninety five and he did ultra uh, heavy ultra heavyweight and he went it, up. It was against, very impressive. Yeah, it's it was cool because you could see how much um like his like conditioning and his attitude like helped him in, in those matches. Well, but also when Rick told him like, yeah, this is what you're doing. Yeah. There was no, well, he's, why, he's, why, an extreme, why? he's an extremely coachable uh, young man. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've worked with, I trained with him one time and helped him. And he was very, very open to the, help he won. Was him. So even though he didn't have the, um, the most submissions or anything, some of the hellfish guys had more, but he had the most outstanding performance, so he won. Well, he the, had the most matches of the day. Yeah, he had the most matches. Yeah, he had really? the yeah. he won the outstanding grappler award, as as he should have. Yeah, he shined. Yeah, we didn't like. I said, you're, I know you want to joke about it being like home cooking and all this stuff, but you know we we gave the best grappling award to a guy that wasn't from our team. Yeah, but you you heard what you gave the guy that owns the tournament, owns the school. Yeah, that I'm won. running the tournament. Right, like, I have to do it, it. It was like, hey, you know what? Here you go. Here's here's a, some crumbs. I tried for to make it as fair as possible. Else. I can't. What do you want me to ask my guys to throw matches to you guys so so you can feel better? Well, about I yourselves? wouldn't. I wouldn't know because you guys ran. You guys ended the tournament. We didn't run. We were thrown out. Hey, your your guy is the CEO of the school, and he has to leave. I don't know. He we didn't might. have to leave. He could stay. We had to leave. His guests had to leave. Yes. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. I'm just saying. I mean, would, is there anything about it that you would change now having gone through one? I mean, clearly getting all the uh, Make sure done. there's not a basketball game that day. Right. right. That's You'd the one thing. Have more time. Because um, we had and we had planned on it going quicker. We started, I don't know, 20 minutes late. About, yeah, 20 minutes. So, but that wasn't, that, but that wasn't like... Uh, but that kind of delay, it just keeps... That's keep, normal. Continues to grow, though. It continues to grow. N not for a system like this because you know the amount of... There's so, 10 matches uh, what's, per... What, how much more time did you need? Did you? Would you have probably needed, two hours? You know, before you, before you guys each, ran each uh, team each, NJMA out each of uh, matchup took about an hour to go through. 
Okay. So we needed two more hours. Um, really? Yeah. Because there would have been, they would have been ten matches, elevated six, and six balanced, and then Hellfish and NJMA both oh. would have gone. Um, if you know, and, if and some fighters had submitted more people, yeah, could have cut down. Yeah, but you time. know, you like what's was you there a limit? What was the limit on the ma- on a match? Six minutes. Oh. Ten matches, six minutes, and the and, and they were back to back to back. And that was the nice thing is is that like NJMA could go back to back to back because my one fifty five er like the quickest he'd be going again is a half hour later, 45 yeah. minutes later. It's, so they had enough time to and rest. You, you ran yeah, one mat, one match. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't consider running no, more than did, one match the next, next time. One. So if we do it again, we're talking about doing more teams, two mats. So I think you might have want to do more teams, less divisions. Yeah. Right? Either have it be like purple, brown, black, one team. So I don't have to, you know, we have one team and then a white blue another day or, or, yeah. or, or something because, if we but had, I also think if we had if we had a full day to it, and, and we like we've done it once now, so we know like things that could be streamlined. Yeah, and you know we could have weigh-ins the day before because that was like you know I was down to it was ten fifty. I still had to do the rules meeting. I was still like weighing guys in. You know? Okay, um, people got there a little bit late, but that, I mean that stuff always happens. But we could make it the next one. We could make a hard deadline. Say if you're not here by ten thirty, you forfeit your match. Right. Like be harder on people if you haven't. I don't know. Just making harder deadlines on people. But this was. But but, it, but also the other thing would be is maybe setting up a registration page because then you can have everybody's info and you can email them directly and say, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. this is what right. everybody gets copied the rules. Yeah, boom, get, boom, here, boom. Here's here's what it is. Well, it doesn't you have to be go well prepared. The, 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 the well, co- as prepared as something Timmy does could be, mm, but I understand. That. I I had a blast. It was you know, awesome. I thought, I thought it was a lot of fun. Did the student, did your, did the students enjoy they it? All, they all had a really good time. Okay, how about your students? They enjoyed yeah, it. They all loved it. Yeah, every and every even one of like all the, the other coaches. The coolest thing was win or lose. Everybody came up and was like, "That was a blast. That was awesome." Yeah. Like, because even so, even when you lose a match, like if you don't get submitted, you still kind of help your team because you you lost two points or. Right. Three points. It was gotcha. like, I don't know, man. It was your tournament? Yeah. I forget. You lost three points if you like. if you lost a match by less than ten points or submission. You only gave up three points. If you lose by submission or a spread of ten points, you gave up five or six. Oh, is that how? Uh, yeah, because yeah. again, I, I I was like hearing them talk, but I, I was trying yeah. to set up my live stream. So that was the thing. Is that's why I sort of like let the guys that are used to running this kind of meet they handled that kind right. of stuff. Um, Anything points. from a rules perspective, you would change? Um, I would just. Uh, not really. I might like meet with the refs earlier on and go through more stuff. I think a little more strictness on stalling. Yeah. In the last three minutes, only to some of the matches, I think could have had more action, even though there was a lot of action in most yeah. of the matches. If the referees, cause like, I, I know it's tough if you're mounted, like, what am I going to do? But you, okay. Jump off the knee and belly, move the cross side, you know, like keep, keep moving. I, I disagree with that. Like, um, so if I'm mounted and I'm just mounted, that's stalling. If the last three well, minutes are so, are what? Submission how only. do you know what he's doing? So maybe his maybe his goal for submitting is to smother the guy's face. Maybe his goal for submitting is to get the arm triangle. Maybe that's what he's looking for. So how do you? Okay, you know what I mean. So, so what if a guy doesn't to, do anything from knee on belly? You're going to make him do knee on belly because well, just because you? No, no, no. But what I'm saying is, if he's not showing the referee that he's improving his position and he's just mounted, it's on him. It's not me to decipher what he's doing. It's on him to exhibit that he is going for a submission in the submission only period of the of the match. Uh, I disagree. When somebody's in a dominant position, so I and that's so why you I, could I said from it, a dominant position is what no. You're saying. I said in the beginning, I was like, I'm not saying that you have to spaz out and go nuts. I'm saying if you want to go slow and methodical, that's fine. But you have to be constantly trying to advance position and win. So, so like an advanced position a centimeter at a time yeah, over 100 if that's seconds. What, if that's what you do, yeah, that's stalling. No, it's not. Not by those rules. Well, no, no, not by your rules. Not by yeah the your rules of the, the rules, your of, rules. Yeah, yeah, the rules yeah. of the competition yeah. that you agreed to do. This is this is ultimate BJJ bitch assness. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah. No, we're back how, to that. how is it? A lot of yeah. lot of excuse making. No, a lot of like, at no at no point it, complaining about rules. No, disagreeing. Agree, disagreeing is not complaining. That you agreed to is just see, you know what it is. No, this is perfect. This is why guys like Andre Galvao get smacked in the face. Ooh, this we're is there exactly now. why. We just we're best up. segue I've ever come up with okay. too right now okay. because they're around a bunch of people. They just say yes to them. They don't disagree with him, right? They let him walk around like he's king shit. Oh. Here I am, Gordon Ryan. Here you so are, Andre Galvao. No, no, let me finish. You My want show the today. rules changed to- No, 
I just want to be able to disagree, be heard, and have a voice. That's you, all. You, you did that. Yeah, and nothing happened. But I, I digress. I, I get. I, well, that's because we disagree. You said I complained. Are we disagreeing or complaining now? You're complaining and disagreeing. I'm a. Okay, my disagreement is complaining. Yes. Okay, but <laughs> I just want to make sure I got that right. But Galvao got smacked in the face at at the, uh, for, at the for physically assaulting somebody. Right, but like, and I'm uh, you. Uh, what's what, what, how am I smacking you in the face right now? I'm just trying to think what would be. Well, you're not metaphorically. No, you're not. Yeah, metaphorically smacking you in the face right now because you said this is BJJ bitch assness. Just because I don't agree with you doesn't mean this is BJJ bitch assness. It just means that I'm not one of your you know guys that no, carries water for you. Complaining about that, that rules says, hey, you know what? That you yeah, agree you're right. To. That's- that you, you're right. To, I did agree with the rules. It doesn't mean that I agree with the rules. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that All right, was it. That was it. I like that. That was it. That was, you, you win. That's it. Yes. Let's go. Yes, that was good. Andre Gavao got smacked. Son. Yes, he did. Yo, that was yo disrespect. Son. That was that was pretty crazy. Got nothing, him. Nothing. Well, almost something like that happened at the Hellfish Kumite. What? What happened? All right, now? but we'll talk about it off air. Pri- private. No, no, stuff. Nice, yeah, nice, yeah. nice. E- email us if you want to know. Got you. Uh, but. Yo, maybe the listeners should chime in too. You know, there's a lot of people. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. If you chime in, guys, and I'll, I'll put a link. Yeah, to let them know. Who, let's you hear know from all the people that competed or spectated. Let's hear. Let's see. You know, right. let's find out the truth. Let's find out how right Marco so, is. I would. I actually would like to hear get their input. I got so I got some yeah. from people that were watching from home. Yo, send complaints or concerns. Uh, people that watch from home. Uh, one guy said it would be cool to have um, the refs calling out the scores louder. And like a digital scoreboard that they could see. Oh, okay. on the um, thing, yeah. And one guy uh, said, actually, Steve was saying, like in wrestling, they have like hand signals that they do. Yes. For things, whereas like in jujitsu, it's just the points right. that they hold up. And then they, they I do, I like, do have a que- a quick question. Yeah, so. But I think for the live stream, if uh, you know, we could set it up somehow where people are commentating over it too, just like, hey, this is so and so, not the guy, Tume. Yeah, 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 yeah. The question Somebody I had knows more about um, just the the points and and. The last time I remember I was coaching, it was quite some time ago now, at a tournament, the, they were so slow to like give the points yeah. that by the time the competitor that we had, we didn't even know where he was. And dude, you know, the, co- the, the main nah, these guys were pretty throws good. off like four points and it's like, now you're under before you were on top. Yeah. So these guys were now on. These, these guys were on That's it. And, they were, and even when there was some discrepancies, the side judges would call it out to the, yeah. the main judge or the main judge would call it out to the scoring yeah, table the rest, if there was an issue. The rest, the rest were on top of it. That's good. good job That's good. Too, That's good. Like if they called timeout and they realized that 10 seconds had ticked off the they clock, put the they 10 seconds like, yeah. hey, it was nice. 150, not 150. So he had that right. So he had that right. You know, the refs, I think Chuck Gondos, I don't know who the other two guys were. but Patrick McElderry. He's a black belt from SAS team. Refs fight to win, and the other guy is a purple belt. Is a uh, Steph Wiltshire. He's a purple belt from Tenth well, Planet. Okay, so like I said, I only know the Chuck dude, uh, Chuck Gondos, because we went to the same high school. Nice. I'm, I'm much, I'm much older than him, but he did. They all three of them did a good job. Going back to Galvao and Gordon getting smacked. Crazy. Sheesh, bro. Did he I don't think it's that crazy. I don't think it's that crazy. Well, I mean, it. So it's it's crazy on a lot of levels. Jason pointed out the best. He pointed out something that nobody picked up on. Son. Gabby Garcia has no posterior. Son. I thought that was sponge. Uh, sponge That's probably the result of the uh, androgens. You think? (laughs) Most likely. Her big back game is crazy, though, son. Her lats? Her her, her, her 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 upper posterior is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, At first, when I saw it, I was like, oh. uh, Who's this dude? What's what's Ricardo Alameda doing? But then I was like, oh, no, that's not him. (laughs) Bro, how about the scary part is? People parted like the Red Sea when she For got real, yeah. Nah, nah, son. Nah. She, she. Listen. You need to bring her at, at the so, Hellfish Kumite. There'll be no issues. So, But uh, what I will say is this, is that Lululemon can do her no favors. None. None, none whatsoever. You know what I mean? Because she doesn't have a, a large rear end. Boudoir. I got you. Yeah. Nice. No, not taking away from her, you know. Her, her jiu-jitsu skills. No. Even no though one, she did nah, Why does that, I mean, no. why are you guys devaluing this woman based no, on No, not her? at all. Okay. No, we're I'm, just pointing out that nah. she's got a deficit. In a and guess what? I mean, would you do that and to guys still, and say, like, yo, hey, that guy doesn't have You have no ass, too. Yeah. yeah. Right. Neither do I. You, why are you looking at my ass? No, he doesn't. Out he can't see it. You know, what happens is his eyes just from no ass at all. That's it. It just shoots right past. I think it's amazing that she can do what she does. Without an ass. But, like, so outside of that, this Galval smack, she 
inserted herself yeah, in a very yeah. fit not she didn't get physical mm-hmm. but her physical presence was was yeah. definitely respected biggest guy she, in the room <laughs> it was it was definitely respected Respect, well you know i that took that pick me me she's big Yo, you're a big she's, dude she made man, you she look small son she was yeah man and she's a hell of a competitor man like damn yeah i've seen her beat the Yo, bricks this, off some and this girl's beating her twice the, the girl that she went up against yeah. oh yeah what? yeah she, she's not lost to very many people and she's also the same girl oh, twice wow. Nah, but she's that's all high level stuff. Like she's for sure, she's definitely for sure. high level. But the thing and that role models for all the women out there. This leads us to the you know like everybody's talking about Gordon Ryan smacking Andre Galvao in the face. It not surprising that it happened. Not surprising how it happened. Unbelievably surprised that Galvao didn't do more. It didn't turn into a fist fight. Yes, no, it didn't. Not at all. Especially like so. That's the only thing that makes me think that it wasn't staged. That it was staged, yeah, is that it didn't escalate into a complete brawl. Because you know what I noticed is he never rubbed his face at any point as if the smack didn't hurt. If you look, he never, like usually when you smack somebody in the face pretty hard, they, they, they rub their face. At no point did he rub his face, almost as if he was prepared for it. But it, this reminds me of a story between Prince and Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. where they were talking about doing a song together. And Prince, the, the song would have wound up like Prince losing in the song. And Prince is like, no, I'm not. I'm not losing to anybody. And Gordon Ryan's an alpha, clearly. And I thought Andre Galvao was an alpha, but he's more of. Yeah, a, I don't understand like why Galvao would have done that if he wasn't. So, what's the end game if it's that's what I'm to get more money for the for the super fight to build up. So oh, yeah, of course, like that. The, oh, I, but I like I, I got you. I, I so they're, they're scheduled. They should be doing a super fight at ADCC. Yes. So if they were, I think they're both intelligent dudes and businessmen. If they were smart, they would get together. Have you ever like, met Andre Galvao? No. Okay. I would say, but I can tell from how he runs his business that he is a smart businessman. Okay. You know. Um, so you think allowing yourself to get smacked is good business? No, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to kind of dissect this. So the more you build up this rivalry, the more, the more people want to see it, the more, if, if Galvao's like, look, I really don't want to do it. And they're like, look, we'll give you, maybe schedule, get a hundred grand. We'll give you 200 grand. He could double his money. Right. Same thing with Gordon Ryan. If he allowed himself to get some, like, I think this affects his brand so much Mm -hmm. that the hundred- I, I actually don't think so because the people that are into Galval are into him no matter what. They're, they'll rationalize a way around it. I think it's few. It, okay, I, I I think you could be right there, but man, Brazilians are. I've I've been to Brazil a bunch. I've been around a lot of Brazilians. They're very macho. They're very into their yeah. you know like being men and not being you know like BJJ bitches. And right. he he walks away from this thing looking like a complete simp. I, I think what, one of the most legendary things I ever saw was like Hickson on the beach smacking the shit out of somebody. Yeah. But like, Hugo Darte fought back. Yeah, so it doesn't yeah. matter if you get smacked as long as you fight back. Well, that's, yeah. the, that's the thing. Is like, if you fight and you lose, people don't lose respect for you. They might be like, oh, you got fucked up. Right. But they, they still... Because there like, was a second smack. Yeah, off yes, camera. there was. It yeah. was two smacks. And you don't see like, the second like, smack. You hear like, it. Timmy's mic just smacked him. With the microphone. So there was where it's like, bro... First smack maybe catches you by surprise, even though it shouldn't, because you shoved the dude. So because this all comes from Gordon. Gordon said he shoved him twice. So Gordon goes up to him after I guess Craig's match. Yeah, and go, wants to go shake his hand. And there's a photo of Galvao giving him the finger. Mm-hmm. All right, I, these guys are talking shit. It, they're talking shit to each other online. I guess it's real life to some people. But guy goes up to shake your hand. It's a competition. Either you shake his hand or you don't, but you don't give him the finger. I don't even have a problem with that. Like you have a guy that's talking shit to you, give him the finger. Like Gordon's giving a problem with the shove. Yeah. That's if you do that, you have to fight the guy. Yes. If you touch a man, you have to fight him. Either way, if you slap him, you push him, anything. You you, can't shove him, then get slapped, then not fight him. Right. You shouldn't. I mean, that's it. That's how. So you you shouldn't. The only time you should shove a person is if you're shoving them like off of a curb to jump on their head or something. Like you don't. You don't make physical contact with somebody. I'm sorry. Can we rewind that? Shoving them off of a curb Did, to jump onto their head. That's how you murder. Are you like curb stomping? Yeah. Like in American. Like if you're gonna, accents? if you're gonna, like, I mean, it, like, so Nazis aren't the only ones that. Oh, okay. They uh, don't. They don't have like a. No, but it, see, it seemed like you, you knew what you were talking. about. And that's about. a good reference. So that's the only time I've ever seen. Yeah. You know, um, whatever. 
you don't you don't put your hands on a guy unless you're you're doing it to to injure him. Agreed. You know what I mean. Right. So if you do that, like every part of that exchange was was, was very to odd. lead up to a fight. Because so and, right. it never happened. And we've seen plenty of face offs where one guy touches the other and they start swinging. That's it. Yeah. Right. That's how like, that works. You, uh, you shove a guy. Gordon's reaction was smack a guy. I've had um, so one time when I was playing little league. Mm. Uh, I was a kid. I was I think I was like. Maybe oh, I'm glad seven, you weren't an adult playing seven, the league, got you. And a kid at the end of the dugout was making fun of me. What? And his friend was laughing at me, so I I couldn't get to him, so I just punched his friend in the face. Oh, nice. got, you know what I mean? And then another time, when I was bouncing, <laughs> I wouldn't let these these guys in, and they were like young college, like little tiny like college kids. And one kid in the back jumped over his friend and punched me in the face. Like I was like looking over here and. It, he jumped over and I got hit and I was like, I turned around and, and I like went like that and he like took off running, but his friend was standing right there. So his friend got ah! it. Well, I was like, I'm lucky that this didn't happen, but I swung at him and fucking missed. <laughs> but, but you didn't, uh, Yo, there's Timmy's got, career in a nutshell. Right. It is. <laughs> like I took a swing bouncing, at the guy and I, career. and I'm glad that I missed it made, but it was so I, I had to lash out violently at right. just whatever was in front of me who was associated with the guy that hit me. Right. You know what I mean? So, and I'm not a violent person. Like I don't, I won't, it would take almost not angry at all. I never fought no, MMA. No, no. no, I'm not angry, but it would take a lot for me to get into a fight. See, right. I see, I have a story about that, but in the inverse, I'm where I'm a better human. So a guy was, he wanted my bicycle and I grabbed his finger. Like I was going to break it. And then I had that thought. I was like, what would Jesus do? He wouldn't do this. And then yeah, I let his fingers go. And then he smacked me. And then I drove home. I rode home. And then my mother, she was like, Listen, stupid! You're not Jesus Christ, <laughs> and that's how I paid for that exchange. Yo, yes. let me let me ask you. Not, she didn't say that. She you, said, "You know how Pendejo, tú no eres Cristo." That's what she actually said. You know how Jesus Christ would have handled it, but how would Shokasugi have handled son, it? Son, you know you know what happened. Blow dart to the neck, son. <laughs> Bang! That's it. That motherfucker would have been dead right there on that tennis court in my neighborhood, son. I thought I was doing the right thing, but okay. apparently I'm not Jesus, guy. <laughs> so I I can't disagree with you more where i don't i don't see how this helps galval galval's brand in the short term nor the long term you don't think people are more excited if if you don't think there's more eyes on galval and gordon now because of this what do you, think you don't he, think people want to interview galval more to find out his side of the story you don't think that you know what i mean like just think it so just, i'm just saying eyes on it when so, okay happen? great when did more, this actually more happen? views a couple more, days ago like more, friday it happened really? friday okay more views more money Okay, that's all I'm saying. So you're if look, it was you're up. looking at three jujitsu schools because you want to learn the self defense art of jujitsu. You want to learn fighting, and you heard jujitsu is where it's at. You don't go to Atos for but that. But listen, you don't know that. You don't until move you to go. Puerto Rico for that either. Okay, I didn't didn't say any of that. But you're living in San Diego, and you Google jujitsu. Like, oh, here's this Andre Galval character. Cool. Seems to run a really good school. A lot of medals. He's a world champion. And then you look at the next thing on the Google searches, Andre Galval gets smacked in the face. I think it's more of a big deal to us because we know him or we don't know him personally, but we know where he's in our sort of world. Right. Our I think, orbit. I think someone that wants to, if somebody wants to train jujitsu and they see Atos, they, they're not just looking at Galval. I mean, even if you look at Galval and I, I kind of agree that like that one second has kind of wiped out a big part of his manliness. Dude, because it but was talking about a guy who's one of the best combat athletes ever. ever. He's got seven or eight professional MMA fights. I think he's five, yeah. six and two, five and right, two. Right, right. So he's got a, a, a good record, not great, mm -hmm. but good. He's possibly one of the greatest jujitsu no gi and gi no competitors of all time. Yeah, he's probably the best. He's the best ADCC champ ever. And he's got the strongest team. So it might be a good move on his part that he didn't start the fight. He didn't fight. Then he, get, then he because can be he like, get paid. No, but I listen. Pay. Well, there's, what, so there's a what point. Your man Floyd said, I'm a prize fighter, dummy. Right. That's what, isn't that what I'm saying? Right. But yeah, he's but also not. It wasn't that smart. Floyd only, he makes most of his money from fighting. Where does Galval make most of his money? From teaching, teaching. Pichel, Pichel, teaching people the art of self-defense, martial arts, jiu-jitsu. Right. Teaching people jujitsu, he doesn't really do much self defense. Uh, you stuff. said you don't know the guy, nor have you ever been to a school. Well, he's not known for his self. He's got a DVD set out yes, now. He's, with he, what's what's he known for? Self defense or sport jujitsu? Sport jujitsu, right? Okay, but he does have okay. a DVD out. That's all, all I was right, asking. You agree. I was asking. That's okay. But so his only source of income is not just prize fighting. 
And his, I like you were saying, you're saying his reputation is clearly tarnished now. Had he even, I, like, had well, he, had he gotten his ass kicked, we would be saying, "Hey, man, we, really?" We'd be talking about Gordon Ryan, and like, wow, he's not just a submission grappler. He beat the crap out of Andre Galvao in a fight. We wouldn't be talking about Andre Galvao being a bitch ass because he got smacked. Now, Timmy, does that does that fall into BJJ bitch assness? No, the fact that he no, got smacked into doing bitch assness. Okay, it has nothing to do. BJJ bitch. Okay. If now if Galvao makes an excuse like, oh, it's like I had a sprained knee, so I couldn't fight him. Gotcha. He was be- limping around, but so the only thing that he could say is because he's apparently very Christian. I turned the other cheek. I heard he kept talking, which I don't think twice. he, should, he, he kept, turned the other he cheek just twice. Kept, so the only he kept, thing- I thought, no, I don't, come on, go. No. He just, so, I was just like, bro, stop. And then he told you Donna, he's cool as ice. Yes, he did yeah. say he was yeah. cold as ice. Yes, yes. The only thing he can do now, I, I love is Donna to outfit. fight Gordon and beat him. That's what they should do. Do you think? But he can't do that. But he can't do that. We don't know that. They haven't done it yet. Well, you seem to know you you predict a lot of Hellfish matches versus NJ May. So you're agreeing with me then? What's that? That it was impossible for this is all a lead up to this. <laughs> so you're agreeing that it was impossible for anybody else to win. We're coming full circle. Yeah. So you're uh, agreeing with me, or am I, or are you wrong? Which one is wait, <laughs> your so brain's wait, about to explode? So, yeah, I don't know what, <laughs> oh, so okay, are you right with guys. your predictions or wrong with your predictions? I'm asking you. Are you agreeing with? I feel with, like are I, you agreeing that? I feel like I'm in the Hellfish was un, was unbeatable that day. I just love no matter how it turned out or. Because you can predict the outcome of things, or am I wrong about uh, you Galvao you, having a chance? So, could, so who would win, Galvao? So Galvao, you're predicting Galvao beats <laughs> I didn't Gordon Ryan. It. I said there's a chance. So make your prediction now. If they had an ADCC match tomorrow, oh uh, Gordon. Like I said, Galvao's got no shot against Gordon. Zero. Oh, so so you're predicting the outcome, like. There's a chance. No, there's I predict, no chance. I predict no, no, there's zero there's chance. chance. Oh, so, so there's, there's a no chance. chance that so there's anyone, a chance okay. that NJMA could have defeated and come back and, and won the Not tournament. In that I get case, it. No. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I got it. I got it. I completely get it. Brought it back. Completely you get brought it back. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, man, like, I, 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 this is tough. Yo, so who's the heel in this? Who's the bad guy? I think Gordon. There is, is no bad guy. Or, 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 or is it does Gordon's it just the anti-hero? The bad guy for like no. all the Galvao's people. Like he ain't shit. He shouldn't have did Gordon that. Is an all the Gordon's people is like is what this he is. guy. This guy. You see what he did? He deserved it. I think the people that train the with Galvao and the, and the people that want to train with Galvao and I the Brazilians. And I, I don't think they'll. You know what? Here's the thing. Um, I've noticed. I've talked to other people about this. Is that I was watching an old UFC and it was Omri Batech. Um, not versus Don Fry versus Alex something from Lions Den, and he was getting fucked up, and he got kicked in the face. But the guy was wearing shoes. Patachi was yeah, getting fucked up. Okay. So he basically the guy got disqualified for almost knocking him out wearing shoes by kicking him in the face because you couldn't kick with shoes on so at that time. Patachi won by DQ, and his corner ran in. They were up and they were like lift him up on his shoulders like he had just won. It's like when Vitor Belfort beat Randy Couture, right? And he's and uh. My friend said that there's like a, a thing in Brazilian culture where they it's like they don't care how they win. They just they as just long as they win. get like the W on paper, like that's that's the same as if you submitted the guy or knocked him out. Wow. Yeah, I, I, so I never he said because uh, he said he's seen that in other in like jujitsu competitions where guys will try to win by DQ or they'll like make the guy reap them and then celebrate. Like yeah, that, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, so we've yeah, all yeah, seen yeah. that. So, yeah, so that's just game. That's back to so, game. So it might not be as the Brazilians might not be as macho as you think. Or in that it aspect. It might be uh, Fugazi Machismo. Fuchismo. Or it's, it's <laughs> Fuchismo. <laughs> or it's win at all costs, any, by any means necessary. Uh, so fuchismo. the only thing Galvao like could it. do to save is, is if he were to take accept a match with Gordon and beat him. Anyway, he beat, if he, even if he just shuts Gordon's game down and wins by like a rest decision, he would still be able to hold that. Like Gordon could be like, I smacked you. And he'd be like, yeah, but I beat you. But does this right. does, does that this would whole, hurt Gordon more than anything? Hurt Gordon's whole ex- feelings wouldn't hurt his exchange. Does this whole exchange yeah. make you want to see them go? Yes, of course. Right. So this nah, this, not because no, 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 no. Because I I really truly believe in it, under the right time limit, Gordon Gordon submits him. Got you. Thirty minutes. Gordon submits him. Yeah, I I agree. That's most likely what will happen. But I still want to see it. Because it would be cool to see. It would be awesome to see Galvao. This hasn't made me want to see it more. This has just made me more interesting and more interested in this dynamic. If this is truly something organic that occurred and not staged. So, is there? Could there be a broader context 
do these guys have massive followings? Both do. Would like so yes. you, to your point earlier about selling, you know, just, selling views and stuff like that. It makes like, people want to see it more. Right. There's yeah. probably a lot of people that are like I, like like him that are saying like I wasn't really interested in now Oh shit! They're like yeah, but you guys are really high level, so other. you guys understand the game in a different way. I think even for the average person, like it, that's what I'm saying. If I'm you saying if you were going to watch two guys grapple, you had no idea what they were doing. You would rather watch two guys that had gotten like a altercation than right. two guys yeah, that yeah, were yeah, like, I'm, I really respect him. I want to no no nobody test my wants skills. no we want we yeah. want conflict. It's fucking it makes it more entertaining. Yeah, no, it was, it was definitely interesting. We need I, a bad guy. It, it would be this is an odd dynamic if it was staged. If if the, yeah, that was really well, odd. You can't necessarily. I don't. You can't. I didn't see the smack. I couldn't see the smack. Well, the first one you see. Okay. The first one you see. The second one you hear. And then when Gordon's doing the interview, he's coming at Galvao. Yo, had his neck, son. And and like, just that like first like, smack was that like apprehensive. The second smack just gave your man all that power. It was like that's what fighters do. And and then. It, you could just his anger was palpable, yeah, right? Man. You know that nah, didn't man. seem manufactured. It seemed like it, yeah, nah, yeah. It seemed real. It's so, pretty real. So, so in, interesting. I hope they do the match. I was going to watch it regardless, just because I I want to see Galvao. You would. What would you? How would you watch it? It's on flow. Probably you YouTube. Somebody, yeah, find would an illegal you, stream. Yeah. Would you? Should these guys ever physically fight? Like, should they like, have an MMA actual, fight? An actual fight. Like yeah, an, an actual fight. fight. Would that mean? I would watch it. Would it be the same? I, thing? I would be do more interested in that. I would be more just that. This could be illegal. Because we like don't that. know, we That'd we be cool. we I could uh, like they could sell this. That's smack less easily predicted for the next. Because Galvao did have eight fights. It was a while ago, right? Right. How cool would it be if like they did this? They like That's, it yeah. made the UFC want to be like, hey, we're gonna set this fight up, bro. Why not? That would be awesome. As, especially I for doubt the U- it though. See, I, don't, the U- I don't think it's that. You think it's that big that a billion dollar company would would want to promote that fight? If they could sell an extra hundred thousand pay per views, probably. Okay. How much is a hundred thousand fifty dollar pay per views or eighty? Hundred thousand times fifty. What's that? I don't know. It's a lot of money. Five hundred million. And it could be. And they could. It could. It could start a a, a one off of super fights yeah. where they don't have to bring these guys grudge under matches. the contract. UFC grudge yeah. Matches. Yeah. I mean, listen. Maybe this needs to be some new blood pumped into, you know, an old model. Do, you, do you have any questions that came in at all? Or all right, there one question. Okay. From Michael Dempsey, good guy, local South Jersey, trains at uh, Team Taino. Hi guys, as usual, thanks for keeping up the good work with the podcast. Any advice for people feeling stuck at a plateau in their jujitsu or martial arts journey? For example. Competing and visiting other academies like Marco's Open Mats have been a couple of things that I have uh, a couple of things that I think have helped me stay focused on moving forward. Thanks, Mike Dempsey. So he's asking about what he can do to uh, get through a plateau or if you're having a plateau. JB. Yeah, there's only one clear answer, which is just to continue. You got to continue. You, you have to keep working through it. You, you can vary your speed. You can either go harder if you want to or or come down a little bit, maybe go into um, like recovery mode. But you got to continue on. You know, it's, it, you don't stop your kids from walking if they can't, you know, they don't get it right. So you, it's always continue, continue so you can go through that plateau. That's what you got to do. You got to work your way through it. Definitely what he said. Mm. But as far as like actual things you can do in training. Act like an actionable item. Oh, okay. Like that. Yeah. Uh, in training, you can, it's simple, like change something and you'll break through your plateau. Like you, mm-hmm. like you probably, we all do this. We get in the habit of like doing the same things like over and over and over again. So it can be as simple as like setting yourself a goal when you go into train to like, I'm just going to do everything I do, but I'm going to do it on the other side. Like and you'll be amazed at how different it feels to put yourself. If you're really good at half guard on the right side and you try like, all right, I'm going to make myself do half guard on the other side. Right. How different jujitsu is going to feel that day. And there's going to be guys that are doing things. So you haven't experienced so it could be like that. It could be doing a move that you considered out of your reach, like if you like Barambolo, learning a barambolo, yeah. focusing just on leg locks and heel hooks. There, there's so many things to do in jujitsu. You should never be really getting a hitting a plateau for more than a day or a week or something. You should like the only reason you're having a plateau because you're mentally you're you're plateauing yourself. Just try something new and you'll go right through your plateau. So I I think those guys are correct, right? Yes. Keep keep it moving. Don't, keep it, don't no, yeah keep yeah going, keep keep, keep your effort strong. Try something new. Yeah. Even a simpler answer is, you were just in class. You're likely learning something you've never seen before, or something you're not very good at. You don't have to think about much when you're 
a member of a martial arts school because your instructors, if they're good, they have a plan for you. Mm-hmm. If you taught you arm lock or sweep, you know what? I'm going to try to make this work during open mat. Yeah. But what they, going back to what you said, what does everybody do in open mat? They're good at what they're good at. They, they go with what they're good at. Right. And this, I think a conversation needs to be had. And I have this conversation with my students. Like, guys, this class is wasted on you. If you don't try and fold this into your game, I can only do, but so much I can do the specific training. I could set it up. We could do the positional stuff, but if you don't try to upgrade your game, when it's your, when you're in control of what's going on in the training, then it's your fault that you're at the plateau. Not my fault. Yeah. I see that. Even when we do positional training, a lot of times guys just try to win that and not try to do what the point of the training is, is to like, right. They so like it. you, it's like, we're going to start from close guard and we're going to work on uh close guard. And then as soon as the round starts, they open their guard and go into like daily Hiva guard. Right. It's like, all right, well you're kind of, you're defeating the purpose of it. defeating the purpose. You can do daily Hiva guard every other day for the rest of your life. But for this five minutes on my time, yeah. Try, try to do something that you're not good at. Right. It's um, like the guys that you start on your knees and the guy stands up and you're like, bro, right. Yeah. Like that kind of shit. Um, I, I have, I mean, that happens to me all the time, but whenever I feel it coming on, I'm like, all right, I gotta, I gotta do something. And it, it always helps to have a goal when you go in to train and it can be as simple as like, um, I'm just going to work the Baron Bolo today. Or just I'm gonna try to hit the Baron Bolo as many people as simpler. I can. I'm going I'm to try this stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to yeah. try the stuff. My instructor just taught me. Yeah. Right. You know, if you were just at a Sunday open mat where there's no class ahead of time, yeah. then Come in with your plan. Like, like it is really set up for a student. If your instructor tells you, you know, like, Hey, this is going to help you get better. Try and make it work. That was, that's actually one of the most satisfying things. Like yesterday is watching my guys hit things that they worked on and that we, that we drilled and did in class. Dude, unbelievable. So like yeah, yeah. One guy that he was, he's been like, sort of like searching for like a submission for himself for yes. like a year or two. And we were like, so in maybe two weeks ago, like, I was watching him do a Kimura and we started working on his Kimura and then like I kind of drilled into it and showed him how to like the best way to finish it. And then he hit it yesterday nice. in the competition. And it was like, it's, it's like more satisfying than like winning the whole thing is like right. that, that moment is the guy I, nailing yeah. the thing that he wanted to do and he does it. You know? And so we had like a couple key elements that we were saying, like this was our standard escape from this position yeah. that put us into something else. And I'm like, all right, I saw guys going for it. Yeah. I saw guys getting it, maybe not getting the submission, but using the submission to get on top, use it as a sweep, yep. you know, like that, that kind of thing. And then, yeah, that, that was wholly satisfying seeing it go from the training room to the, you know, the competition yeah. map. Yeah. Peace. This is the Ninja Rob Podcast with Marco Perazzo and Tim Carpenter. The podcast for the true martial artist.